8.15, it is the morning show. Another hour coming at you here on this uh, snowy Friday morning. Again, roads are very slippery in some spots, so make sure you slow down this morning a little bit. Uh, Bruce Siski is either in uh, Grand Forks or heading that way. I think he's heading that way. I yeah. think that's the that's the idea. So that means Tom Rovick has our sports this morning. Good morning, Tom. I figured it would be completely appropriate to because of the weather. And it yeah. seems, uh, you know, of course, it's snowing like this. And I know we're starting it's... spring training baseball. Yeah, it's just like winter outside for a change. <laughs> yeah, I, I woke up and I'm like, oh my god! And it's really not that bad. But yeah. I mean, it is slippery, and people obviously forgotten how to drive in the snow. Exactly. So, right? It's so. not good, boys. Coming down Lake yeah. Avenue, they no. have. Not sanded it. Really, people are spinning yeah. on up, and uh, people are jackknifing on down. So be As careful. I said, it's really not that bad. Yeah. No, not Six, at all. Sixth Avenue East <laughs> also an <laughs> issue trying to get down the hill. So keep that in mind too. So it'll get better as the day goes along. We're expecting sun this afternoon, I guess. Yeah, so. and forties tomorrow. So well, I put my vehicle in four tomorrow. wheel drive coming down. So it's a good thing I have yeah. an aqua truck. So as I slid down and went into the lake, oh. I kind of turned around and came <laughs> okay. back up again. So. Thank you. All right. All right. We just have to learn it all over again. Yeah. It, it took till the end of February to figure this out. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the Minnesota Twins will open up exhibition play with a spring training game. Actually, they're gonna, going to have an exhibition game against the Minnesota Golden Gophers today. Oh, really? Uh, and then they start their spring training schedule tomorrow against Pittsburgh Pirates at Lee Health Sports Complex tomorrow. We are going to have that one in KDAL. That'll, that'll be a noon start tomorrow. And, um, you know, the Twins are just looking to build on their uh, third AL Central win in five years this season. be fun to hear baseball again on the air. They've not announced a starting pitcher for tomorrow's game. So, But, oh. you know, we're early. It's Bre- X, the only pitch for an inning or at the most anyway. That's true. Yeah. The Brewers, your Brewers, continuing spring training in Fort Peoria, Arizona, clashing against the Padres tomorrow afternoon, first game of the Cactus League season for the Brew Crew. Uh, let's see, the Minnesota Timberwolves going for their fifth win in a row, and they'll host the Milwaukee Bucks at Target Center tonight. Pretty much handled the Bucks last time mm-hmm. they played them. And the Wolves coming off a 128-91 win over the Portland Trailblazers before the All-Star break. And still the top team in the Western Conference with a 39-16 and record. I'm going to go to the game tomorrow night. I think Are they've you? got Houston. This will be right. the first game I'm going to. Very cool. And all these games are sold out. It's it's a little different wow. than it usually is, yeah. Uh, let's see. Minnesota Golden Gophers basketball team got a big win against Ohio State yesterday, 88-79 at Williams Arena. There is hockey this week, and that's why Bruce is heading out to North Dakota. Mm-hmm. UMD men will be at number 5 North Dakota tonight and tomorrow night. It's a 7 o'clock puck drop tonight, mm-hmm. 6 o'clock tomorrow. The UMD women, number 8 ranked, will be at number 4 Minnesota this weekend. St. Scholastica at Bethel. UWS at UW-Eau Claire, a junior hockey, Wilderness versus Janesville, high school girls hockey in the consolation round. Proctor Hermantown defeated Herman uh, Laverne 3-2 to two yesterday. Wilmer defeated Fergus Falls. That game went into overtime, so it'll be Wilmer and Proctor Hermantown, the Mirage versus Wilmer in the consolation championship, which will take place tomorrow. High school girls hockey in Wisconsin section championship will be uh, against Central Wisconsin Superior Spartans, 7 o'clock. That's going to be today. Tonight. All right. Yeah. Uh, high school boys hockey tomorrow. No, sorry. That's tonight. Semifinals at Amsoil <laughs> Arena, Rock Ridge versus Grand Rapids. East against Andover. 
And Section 7A, this is also at Amsoil Arena. Proctor versus Hermantown. Hibbing Chisholm versus Cloquet Esco Carlton. 8 o'clock. Puck drop tonight. So a lot of hockey today if you yeah. want to see it. And also, um, high school girls basketball and boys basketball. Pretty busy uh, last night and continuing again tomorrow. All right, Tom. Look at your sports. Thank you very much. It is 820 at KDAL, and i uh, got a special guest in the studio. We'll get to that coming up next. It is 824 already. It's the morning show here on KDAL. Neil Atkins joining us this hour. And, Neil, you got a special guest in the studio with we you. Do. We do. We do have, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I always called him in the, before before he got uh, act, uh, involved in in some political stuff. I used oh, to yeah, call yeah. him the ultimate flyboy. That's right. That's here. Tom Sullivan. <laughs> uh, a couple years ago, he got the big award from the FAA. The Remember that. The 50-year award with no infractions, uh-huh. no violations, no, no crashes, nothing, no, cra- no crashes. <laughs> That's always a good thing. And flying all over the place for 50 years yeah. uh, commercially and privately and all that jazz. So. I'd like to point out that that was none on the record. Not on the record. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, they had a big ballyhoo over for him over in Superior at the airport, mm-hmm. and we went to it. And uh, Tom, good to see you here, but you're not here to talk about flying today. Well, not really. We've got other things going on in the world. Yes, there are. There are. So so we've got caucus time coming up for Minnesota. Yep, mm. caucus night. Republican caucus. That's what I'm here to talk about. Well, they, there's but also isn't there a, uh, a Democratic one, too. Yeah, but you isn't there a primary coming up, too? When The primary in Minnesota, well, you, first you have the caucuses. Yeah. And that's where you actually... Well, I'll let Tom tell right, about it, but that's good. actually both the Democrats and the Republicans yeah. select delegates to their mm. district conventions okay and then the district conventions select the delegates that will go to the state convention all right and that's when they go and then they endorse whoever they're going to endorse for all the different races and the president and oh, they have okay. their platform and all that sure. right? All right yeah exactly and uh yeah the minnesota primary is coming up on march 5th that's t- something totally different oh, okay but we're here to talk about the caucus and uh specifically the republican caucus which takes place on uh, Tuesday of next week, February 27th. And uh, things kick off at 7. Registration starts at 6. And we'll get the show rolling, I guess, at 6.30 with uh, with our agenda. Where, where is it at? No. It's going to be at Lincoln Park Middle School. So on way up on the hill. Way up on the, the hill. Shining light on the, the hill. Shining light on the hill. <laughs> yep, 3215 West 3rd Street. And this is the first time that the uh, Republican Party is caucusing as one Senate district. Oh. So both the East uh, End and West End groups and precincts will all be at the caucus at, uh, at uh, Lincoln Park Middle School next week. All right. So what, uh, what's going to happen at the co- I've been a part of it in the past. I've gone to these. And uh, so give us a little rundown for people that haven't. Generally, it's people that really want to get involved and are really concerned about some issues and mm-hmm. and want the party to move forward. And I, I know a, cu- a couple of times that I went, I mean, there were some issues that I never in the whole world ever thought thought of that came up, and some of them never go anywhere. But they do build kind of a, a, a suggested platform that would go to the state when they have the state convention, and then, you know, you eventually through a... a the roles you get your delegates and all that jazz. Yes, exactly. And uh, 
That's why they call it the grassroots. So yep. anybody that uh-huh. has any kind of ideas uh, regarding what their thoughts are on this democratic republic that we happen to all live in, uh, that is a place where they can uh, bring it together and, and have it spoken. Uh, Precinct Caucus is the first step in a series of meetings where party members gather to organize to achieve goals, hear from candidates running for office. They nominate and elect delegates and establish party goals and values. Uh, we determine our party platform, mm-hmm. starting right there at grassroots. And uh, vital to the democracy and allows all of the members to have a direct impact on the party's direction and candidate selection. So that's, uh, that's basically it in right. a nutshell. It's, it's uh, the beginning of any sort of change that anybody wants to initiate uh, in their particular party. So now Tuesday night is the uh, caucus, and it's both the Republican and Democratic caucuses, but held at different locations. You're not going to have a little sumo wrestling going on at uh, Lincoln. Totally different directions. Yep. <laughs> to- so. Total different locations. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we're going to um, enlist volunteers to accomplish party goals within the precinct and district. We elect volunteers for organizing political activities within the precinct, discuss and propose resolutions on issues and ideas for the party to support, potentially influencing the other party platform, and we elect delegates for responsible and potential service within the Republican Party at district and state levels. So, again, grassroots, you want to show up, and we're, we're encouraging people to come out, uh, support uh, the party by their attendance and provide ideas if you want to see changes. Is this for the whole city now? For it's basically the whole city. Okay. There's, uh, there's uh, uh, of the precincts, I believe, uh, one through thirty-five. Oh, okay. Uh, with the exception of uh, thirty-four. Right. And Which one is thirty-four? Uh, I think that's up. Uh, up, up on top of the on hill. On top of the hill. Maybe Hermit's they home. get to hold their own. So they, they well, <laughs> they'd be caucusing at a different location. So gotcha. you can find out. I think yeah. you can go online and, and find out where that would be. Right. The, uh, so it's usually these go on for a couple, three hours, I suspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, two hour. Two, two hours. hour limit. All right. Okay, seven, you, seven to nine. So you're strong. So who's ever moderating is strong about, <laughs> all right, this is it. We're done. That's right. That's it. Yep. You get so much time to say we're, what we're you want. We're not going to babble on it. for uh, six uh-huh. hours like a city council meeting. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. So if you want, just show up then, right? Just show up. All right. Uh, Lincoln Park Middle School. Uh, show up by 630 at the latest, mm-hmm. if we could. Uh, pre- like to see people coming in around six. Okay. Dave, I've gone to in the past when I first mm-hmm. got interested back when I was in college. After I got out of the service, I, I went to both party caucuses. Yeah, and just kicking the tires and checking sure. them out, and uh, it was interesting. Good way to find out what's going on in each party. Yeah, I guess it was interesting. In. It was interesting to see where uh, the Republicans are more moderate to conservatives mm-hmm. were going, and on the Democratic side, where the more moderate Democrats to the the far left or leaning Democrats were coming from, right. and it was interesting. But the tax and spend Democrats? Well, tax and spend, and, <laughs> and, uh, and, and, or, the, or as some would say, the Republicans that don't want to help anybody. That's yep. what the opposition sure. would say. So mm-hmm. the Republicans say the tax and spenders and the others that you're going to throw <laughs> grandma over the cliff or something Oh, like don't that. do that. No, we don't do Okay, that. good. But, uh, yeah, so it's interesting <laughs> to see how both in, yeah. in where the fringes are, Mm-hmm. And uh, generally, people come together and they pass whatever resolutions they 
want to pass to send on to the state and, or the district, and then they, uh, they're they done. And everybody How about gets involvement, Tom, over the years? Are people more involved, less involved now? In- well, we saw a tremendous uh, influx of participation when Obama was, oh, okay. was running. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people came out either, either side. Uh, certainly Trump um, produces a lot of interest, sure. uh, but right now it's... Uh, it's it's really I mean we're at a, we're at a crossroads. We've got so many things that are on the table right now. I mean you know just the illegal immigrants, mm-hmm. for example. That's one thing. You got uh, uh, one party that wants to give them social security and Medicare, and uh, anybody that's studied social security and Medicare knows that there's a limit to that amount of money. So where is it going to come from? And we're looking at nine years from now, Medicare running out of money. Yeah, now, same with Social Security, possibly. Yeah. yeah, Social Security. But just, you know, think about all the immigrants that we've got coming into this country and immediately putting them onto Medicare without any input whatsoever financially. What's that going to do to the time frame? So, and, and the burden. I, it, it is, a, it, it is a, as, as my mom used to use this phrase, word, a conundrum. When, when you come down to it, one, you don't want to, you know, throw people, uh, you know, you don't want somebody that's needing assistance, medical assistance, whether they're an illegal immigrant or whoever, you you deal with them. But that doesn't mean you put them on the system. Right. You deal with them at the emergency room, and unfortunately the local hospitals or counties are the ones that have to deal with that expense. And a lot of them are going under they because are having, of that. having big problems. Yeah. And uh, I think that uh, one of the things that I know nationally with the immigration is is certainly on the illegals, is to uh, many of them, I, I would say probably most of the people that are coming from uh, Mexico and Central and South America are coming here to work and send money back home. I know more, generally in Mexico that's that's the case, and to send money back home. And so, you know, in some of them, uh, if you don't have a Social Security card and you don't have uh, a green card, it's, it's a black market, basically, of stuff that's going on where you have... Uh, Employers who are paying people under the counter and get into trouble because all of a sudden you'll see raids that happen, especially at, at slaughterhouses and, and other, other places. You see that happen from time to time. There was a big sting about a dozen years ago up in Two Harbors where uh, uh, a roofing uh, crew got nailed and they had a, uh, half a dozen to a dozen illegals that the feds came in and nailed sure. them. Yep. And so that does happen. And so it, it's a, you can't, I know that the debate is, the national debate is the national debate and nobody, everybody's drawing a line and how are you going to solve the problem? And, and, uh, yeah. and it's, it's amazing to watch happen. And we certainly have a lot of callers that call in on that. By the way, the number here, if anybody wants to uh, ask Tom a question uh-huh. is seven two two zero eight three nine two one eight first two one eight of course. And, uh, talk about the caucuses here. Yeah. So, so there are local caucuses, but uh, there's national issues that will be brought up as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. No, local and national. Okay. So. Hey, Tom, we're going to take a break. It's 835, the morning show here on KDAL. We shall return. Snow continues. You might find some slippery roads out there this morning. Well, since my baby left me, will I find a new place to dwell? Well, it's down at the end of Lonely Street, that Heartbreak Hotel. First record Elvis did for RCA at Heartbreak Hotel. What, 1954 or something like that? Uh, 56, I believe. 
But he was out he there was, stumping around a yeah, little bit. Yeah, he was doing that. Sun Records before sun, he signed okay, with this is RCA. RCA. Yeah. That's right. He had a couple of hits on Sun mm-hmm. before that. Yep. Well, President Biden announcing this morning more than 500 new sanctions on Russia. I didn't know they could still do any more sanctions. I thought they were sanctioned up just because of the Ukraine deal, but apparently well, there's more he can do. Apparently they're going to go after yeah. Boris and his friends. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, it's interesting, The uh, this whole... Well, despite the sanctions already in place, it says Russia's economy has been growing as it increases trade with other nations like China and India. So Yeah, there's other nations that aren't right. uh, adhering to any of Don't this. Don't need us, apparently. And China is one of Our the big money. ones. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Russia sells a lot of its oil to China. Ah. Tom, do you think in the caucuses there's going to be resolutions supporting against or in favor of helping out Ukraine? There's, there's a division mm-hmm. here on the radio show here when people yeah. call in. A lot of uh, some people are calling in and saying there's no way in heck we should be involved with with uh, giving money to Ukraine. Well, it's one of the things that could be discussed. I don't uh, necessarily think that that's going to be uh, prime on the docket, but uh, it's one of those uh, things that are going on in in America today where we're we're talking about it, and it does have a, a line drawn, and a lot of people on both sides. Well, that, that's what you, and uh, watching what's happened recently with uh, Navalny, the dissident dying in the in the gulag, mm. and uh, now the controversy. One, he was uh, poisoned at one time a couple of years ago when he was in Germany, mm-hmm. and they believe it was the Russians that they had their footprint all over that, and he recovered from it, and he went back to uh, Russia, and now he's dead. Now they're claiming that there's funny business going on there and of course the russians say you guys are all nuts and that's not the case we do have a caller who would it be hi there who's this hey good morning this is tom from portland tom what's shaking well i have a question for your guest sure um over the last few days i've listened to uh nikki haley and i've listened to joe manchin and both of them if they're true believers in what they say I think that this is the opportunity for them to join together and run as a third party. I'm wondering what Tom thinks of what are some of the obstacles, or is it even a viable idea for the two of them to run, since they, they really seem to believe that they're the middle of the road and they're what the American people want. Person. Well, I'd like to see what he thinks. Sure, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, and, uh, you know, third party would be a very viable uh, uh, addition to American politics. I think that right now would be uh, an excellent time for third party to, to try to form and mm. succeed. The, the problem with third, is Tom still with us? Or is, no. Okay. Thanks, Tom, for calling in. Tom yeah. and Tom. Tom and Tom. <laughs> Could have had the Tom and Jerry. <laughs> right. yeah, used to be the Tom and Jerry did. show, but yeah. anyway. So uh, the, the problem with third parties, it's we've had that happen before. We had uh, Ross Perot. You had uh, George Wallace back in the yeah. back in the 60s, and, uh, or uh, late 60s, early 70s. And you've had attempts. You had Ralph Nader that, uh, you know, they claim that Ralph Nader running was the one that uh, skewed the election of George Bush. Mm. Uh, junior mm-hmm. W, and uh, thing that, is, in those days there wasn't the extreme difference between the two parties. 
So I, uh, it's it's know, changed within the last twenty yeah. years, to say the least. So uh, maybe a uh, third party would do much better this time around, because especially there, if they're middle ground kind. And of. I, I talk to a lot of Democrats, uh, moderate Democrats and moderate Republicans out there that feel that they are thrown, more or less, almost thrown out of the parties because mm-hmm. uh, extreme factions, depending on where well, you're at, yeah. have uh, you know kind of taken over the agendas. But to get an effective third party. You have to organize. You can't just say, all right, Nikki Haley, <laughs> Joe Manchin, we're running. Yeah. All right, so they win, and guess what? So let's say the Republicans have uh, the vast majority in the House of Representatives, and the Democrats have got the Senate, and now you got this independent mm. as president. All of a sudden, you'll probably see the most cooperation you've ever seen between Democrats and Republicans oh, yeah. against, against whoever the president is. So if you don't have... A organization that you've built from the grassroots yep. as a third party, and the, there's been an independent party in Minnesota. There's been there's been other socialist groups right. and all that jazz. But if you can't get people elected to the House of Representatives in the U.S. Senate, uh, mm-hmm. you can do all you want putting people on the ballot to to be president. You're never going to get any legislation done. Yeah, and traditionally in the last 150 years, what's happened is that a viable third party that happened to come up did nothing more than to take votes from one of the the existing parties, the Democrats or the Republicans, and cause one or the other to uh, move to victory. Oh, yeah, and it's... So unless you've got... It it can happen. Old Jesse got elected in Minnesota kind of as a third party. Well, he did. He did as governor, but the state legislature was Republican and Democrat, and you saw a a lack of cooperation. (laughs) And, you know, Jesse did get some things through that were passed. And, you know, I think 90% of the bills that go through the U.S. Congress and the Minnesota state legislature are almost unanimous on both parties. It's the ones that that oh. have got stickiness to them, so to speak, <laughs> yeah. that drive people nuts. Well, the ones that are loaded up with all kinds of things that make no sense is well, what of course. I'm guessing. But and that, that's the problem. Yeah. And, you know, Dave, you bring up Jesse Ventura. Jesse right. Ventura did have a surplus when he went into office. Yeah. And remember what he did. He gave it back to right. the taxpayers. Everybody got a check from <laughs> yeah. Jesse Ventura, just like everybody was promised a check in the last yeah. election from Governor Walls. He ran on the on the basis of we've got a seventeen point yeah. six billion dollar surplus. He did send some out. Some of I never got it. Yeah, did he send some out? Got some. Yeah, I it think did. So. It did. It depended. <laughs> Here, here's what happened. Uh, they were going to send out up to uh, five hundred and forty dollars per couple. Okay. Yeah. And they, they had wanted more. Well, what had ended up happening, and this, this goes to show you government. Mm. I don't know who they contract. They contracted out to somebody oh, yeah. to send the checks out, okay? And here's this return address that looks like this yeah. bogus return address. It wasn't the government the, address. Yeah, of <laughs> all the junk mail. Well, there's 100,000... I think there's 130,000 that. checks that yeah. never got cashed. So they're redoing so they're them, They're going to send them out yeah. again. This so time they're, they're going to have a, a state seal on it. Well, now, you know, there there's a cost, okay? Ah. So it's going to cost people to go and process those checks oh, and get them out. Now, now <laughs> the other caveat is uh, it, it was depending on where your income was. If you were making, I think, uh, over a couple hundred thousand dollars a year as a couple, you don't get any money. Which is why you guys didn't get a check. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> so, so the uh, and there, I can't remember what the exact deal was on it, but uh, the the point is, is that 
See, I'm I'm self-employed, so I get deductions. Mm-hmm. And actually, we did get a check. Uh, Rose and I got a check for five hundred and forty bucks, <laughs> and that will be taxed by the federal government. Yeah, the federal government came out and said that uh, this Minnesota rebate is taxed. Well, it's not that big of a deal, but the point of the matter is. You, you do all this, ballyhoo is, we're giving you money back. And the feds are going to say, oh, thanks a lot. Here's, here's our 30%. Thanks, sure. baby, for giving us more money. Yeah, but here, here's the other thing, you know, back to tax and spend. How does, and, and the problem with one-party rule like we have in Minnesota right now, one-party rule, you have a $17.6 billion surplus, which they frittered away here and there. Spent. Yeah. And uh, then they raised taxes by $10 billion. They, they did, and some people got little breaks, and a lot didn't. And now this year, they uh, they currently have a smaller surplus. Apparently next year, they're projecting a deficit there, Tom. Yeah. So uh, That's now, because they spend too much. So now you have uh, issues coming on, I'm sure, in the caucuses on both sides. There's people that are going to, on the Democrat side, want to side with the Palestinians. There's going to be sanctuary. Already there's a state senator that's got a bill to make Minnesota a sanctuary state with all the garbage that's going on around the country and the controversy. The city of New York almost going down the tube. Chicago. The governor of Illinois, a Democrat, kicking the Biden administration to the back of the head. These mayors condemning the Biden administration because of all these illegals coming in. Then some state senator in Minnesota wants Minnesota to be a sanctuary state. Now, according to what I, I hear, one of our state senators who's a Democrat, Grant Hostchild, is working with the rest of the delegation on the Senate to make sure that thing never gets any air. So <laughs> I hope so. So some of them yeah. are against it. And mm-hmm. so there is there are some uh, you know, there are some moderate Democrats out there and there's, there's some, some moderate, moderate Republicans. Republicans too, believe yep. it or not. Yep. Believe right. it or not. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. We gotta take another break. We'll be back. It's eight forty eight now, the morning show here on KDAL. Still got some light snow. It is 21 at the airport this morning. It's uh, east wind at about 15 miles an hour. 25 here in downtown Duluth. 24 in Superior. Again, roads are slippery, particularly those that haven't been treated. I noticed they're dumping some salt and sand on the uh, avenue next to us here now, finally. So you can get up and down the roads a little quicker and easier. Hopefully they've done the same to Masaba, as you'll be trying to get up the hill again. Well, I'll be able at to some get point, up, but yeah. uh, the... Coming down was easy. You just kind of put the brakes on and slide, right? Well, I, I didn't slide, but coming to the intersection there, there was a little slick ah, coming in. But right. it looked like they had plowed it, but it didn't look like there was any yeah. uh, sand on it. Up the hill, going up. Uh, really, I didn't start seeing any flurries until about Menards on Highway 53. Okay. So up by the Pike yeah. Lake area, it was clear. There was Very no snow. localized uh, snow, for sure. That's that lake effect stuff. It did kind of head down uh, I-35. Even Moose Lake had snow this morning. Ooh. With- with this, it was sliding that way. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw it on the radar. The Moose of the Lake. Uh, yeah. So what uh, what happens when you fly in conditions like this? Uh, you don't. No, I've, I've it, flown a lot. I imagine coming every once in a while. You're going to come into a squall or something that oh, maybe sure. you weren't expecting. Yeah. Oops, what is oh, this? Yeah. You know, one of the most interesting phenomena, speaking of flying and speaking of snow, mm-hmm. uh, is Saint Elmo's fire, and. You're, you've heard explain the, what I've heard of it, but sure. explain to the listeners. It, uh, it's uh, static electricity that you get when you're flying through a uh, through a snow squall, a snowstorm. Wow! And I have had in in my plane, I've got uh, alcohol windshield to de-ice the windshield, and I've had the uh, entire bar just with 
like little lightning bolts oh coming gosh. over the top. And if you put your finger up there, you can bring it right into the cockpit. Wow. And I've done that. <laughs> but I've had my whole wing on both both ends and uh, and the, the the front of the uh, of the fuselage of the airplane just Light static up. electricity. It's wow. just all sparks. So it doesn't affect the flying, hopefully. Well, hopefully not. It does. <laughs> okay. give, it does. It, it will give you static electricity on the radio. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, it's not a danger to flying. I okay. suppose if you're out there for the first time piloting a plane, and you're it would scare this. the heck out yeah, of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you're not aware of it before yeah. you have it, I've had it uh, maybe half dozen, eight, ten times at the most. But uh, and I've had it one time where I had a lot of it. Wow. Oh. <laughs> All right. So. Well, Tom, uh, we're talking caucuses and flying here today. Yeah, I guess so. so. Uh, we haven't got into martial arts yet. No, we haven't. We haven't. He used to he used to have uh, Karate North uh, Taekwondo oh, really? oh, yeah. schools in the wow. area. Wow. So he's a, uh, a con- in fact, uh, when uh, I ran for mayor back in 1995, and we were done with the election, down at Grandma's Sports Garden, Tom mm-hmm. was the referee in the ring between oh. David Wheeler and I. Oh, we both got bounced out in the primary, and we had sumo wrestling. So remember those big sumo? Oh, swords? sure, yeah. yeah, big foam rubber yeah. things. Yep, yep. Yeah. I've got uh, photographs. A buddy of mine shot photographs <laughs> of Tom between Dave and I, and yeah. us falling down and rolling around and all that jazz. So it was pretty fun. Sumo yeah. wrestling is a bizarre sport. I got to admit, it's, uh, the whole object is what to push you out of the ring. Is that the deal? I think it is. I think so. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like the political so it's parties. It's not like today. wrestling where you got to get them down or something. You just have to push them out, yeah. basically. It's kind of like the political parties today. There and that's go. why we have a caucus to start out, <laughs> which is next Tuesday. Yes. Next Tuesday. So, Tuesday up Again, at the, Lincoln uh, Park Elementary. Lincoln Park uh, Middle School. Middle School. Oh, middle School. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And that starts at, you got to be there before 6.30. Be- before 6.30. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we like to see people arrive at 6. And uh, we have a few uh, uh, in-house uh, items to cover right. at 6.30. And then uh, go to, right to the caucuses at 7 o'clock. Do any right. of the political candidates come and speak? Once in a while. Uh, we don't expect any because That's, there's you, so much going on right now. Yeah. The, the, uh, Pete Stauber, I'm, I know, has to be out in Washington. I'm, I'm pretty sure at that time. Sure. But Nikki uh, Haley won't be there, I assume. Actually, then. Uh, no, Nikki okay, Haley just won't. checking. And How actually, about uh, Donald? Donald? No, uh, I'm no, not okay. sure he's going to show up. <laughs> not, at least not at our caucus. <laughs> All right. So, so tomorrow is the uh, South Carolina primary. Yeah, that should be interesting. And uh, apparently Trump's got about 60% yeah. in the polls, so it'll be interesting to see where that goes. And we did talk uh, a little bit about third parties here. I, I, your, is your gut, I don't think Nikki Haley is going to vote both to a third party, do you? No, I don't. I think after, uh, I mean, I what she find should it, do it's got to be tougher to support Trump, though. I, I would guess after that's going to be difficult. Happened, yeah. yeah, after I what's mean, happened, and well, what they say, but look at what happened back when Trump first got the nomination yeah. after the debates. All the nasty things he said, the little <laughs> nicknames, yep. Little Marco. They all and disappeared, all the, yeah. All the nicknames that he <laughs> Lion gave Ted, him. Little yeah. Marco. And they all came in and endorsed him. Sure. So, yeah. so yeah. everybody came together. Right. Well, well, look Could who, happen. Look who Biden selected as a uh, vice presidential yep. uh, running mate. Right. I mean, she, she actually right. embarrassed him during the, the debate. <laughs> she wow. did. She did. She embarrassed yeah. him. So... Well, well, we have, uh, you know, we'll wrap it up here. So mm-hmm. one more time on the Republican caucus is coming Tuesday night. The Democrats are caucusing also at a different location, but you're at the Lincoln uh, Park Middle School. Correct. Lincoln Park Middle School. All right. You know, All right. registration starts at 6.
Go and check it out. It actually, actually it's kind of fun. You can if you just sit in the back and watch it unfold. It's, it's kind of fun watching it to Absolutely. see all the opinions that people have and how they run it and organize it. So Very good. have a good time with it there, Tom. Tom Thank thanks you. for coming in. Appreciate yeah, it. And uh, Neil will be back on Monday, I would assume. Aye, aye, Captain. Have a we'll good be. weekend. All right, okay. take care.